Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered, or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For those of you who know me, you know that positivity is my beat. It's how I make my living. It's how I'm wired. And it's one of my top five strengths. Today, my guest is Ed Erebus. Ed is one of my big thinker friends. I always learn something when I talk to him, and we always have some laughs. You'll get to hear what's brightened his day in a moment. But first, I've got three things that have brightened my day. The first one, I'm pretty sure I have one of the best bosses ever. Throughout this pandemic, my boss has made me feel cared for, valued. She has kept our team connected. And she drops off these amazing little gifts to celebrate holidays and birthdays. Most recently, I got this springtime celebration basket. Oh my goodness, I have to tell you what was in it. There was a flower pinwheel, jelly beans stuffed in an egg, a rabbit with candy in it, fruit snacks, happy spring napkins, spring paper lantern, a milk chocolate bunny, Kindness Matters notepad with a magnet on the back. Love it. And this really clever little lunchbox games. So they're silly games for lunchtime fun. And there's things like mazes and word searches, connect the dots, coloring. (laughs) So today at lunch, I learned how to draw a monster. This basket did more than brighten my day. I think it's brightened my year. The second thing that's brightened my day is my bamboo wall hanging. So I have to give you some context on this one. A little over two years ago, my family and I went to Oahu for vacation. And one of the things we did while we were there was we hiked the Manoa Falls Trail. It is an incredible hike. And while we were on the hike, I came upon this clearing that was filled with bamboo trees. And there was something about the way the sun was going through the bamboo. It was just, it took my breath away and I had to take a picture. Fast forward to now and serendipity, I guess, I'm leading a book club that's reading Water the Bamboo. Well, I remembered my picture and I went on Shutterfly and I made a wall hanging from it. It's so cool, and it's hanging to my left on my office wall. Every time I look at it, I just feel a sense of peace. I feel alive. I feel energy. And now it turns out there's a reason. Emma Sapala is the science director of Stanford University Center for Compassion and Altruism, and her research shows that being in nature is profoundly healing for humans. In fact, spending three days in nature increases our creativity by 50%. 
The good news is it doesn't have to be three days to enjoy benefits. Just going outside or enjoying a walk in a local park or even having plants in your house has a positive psychological and physiological impact on our bodies and our health. That even includes pictures of nature. Bingo, my bamboo wall hanging. I don't have a green thumb. Just ask anyone in my family. But I have pictures and parks and paths by my house. I already can feel a sense of creativity coming on. The third thing that's brightened my day has been yoga. I'm a very new yogi. I'm a yogini. (laughs) I've always been a runner. I thought you had to be sweaty and exhausted at the end of a workout for it to really do any good. Well, then I got injured in December and I had to do something different. And I remember listening to one of my favorite podcasts, The Happiness Lab, and Dr. Lori Santos was interviewing Jessamine Stanley, the author of Every Body Yoga. And boy, was she inspiring on this podcast. So I got her book and saw what she wrote and saw the poses. And, you know, I used to think you had to be tall and thin to do yoga. And I realized that just isn't true. Every body can do yoga, even mine. So then I happened on this 30-day yoga challenge on Amazon Prime. And I said, well, here I go. (laughs) And guess what? I've made it through the 30-day challenge twice, and I'm still hanging in there. I really love it. I'm aware of my body. I'm aware of my strength. And I'm really in tune with my breath and breathing. I think breathing is underrated. (laughs) We don't realize the full amazing benefits of just being in tune with our breath. And I've also gained some flexibility that I didn't know I had. Aria's caught the energy as well. And every now and then she comes in and joins me with her little yoga mat. And for fun, I put on Cosmic Kids. Moms, if you don't know about it, it's amazing. And we do it together. It's so fun. And just recently, I learned about the world-renowned Ashtanga teacher, Kino McGregor. Oh my goodness. If you don't know about this woman, she is a force of nature. She is amazing. I, I don't even know how she can put her body into some of the twists and turns and things she can do. So I'm following one of her simple classes and her teaching is amazing. And I now know what it feels to have the heat come from inside. I'm challenged every day with her to meet my body and mind where it's at and bring it into a new flexibility and strength. And speaking of challenge, here's my positivity tip for the day. Is there an activity or a challenge you have always wanted to do but haven't done yet? Whether it's a charity walk or run, obstacle course, yoga class, dance class, theater group, or community event, set a date and get started. Even in our virtual world right now, so many of these things can be done online or through an app. So do it. My guest today is Ed Erebus. I met Ed about five years ago when I was doing strengths coaching with his team at the time, which was the Strategic Technology Office of the Office of the State Chief Information Office. Phew, 
That's a mouthful. And I should say that when I say strengths coaching, I'm referring to the Clifton Strengths Finder Strengths. That's capital S, not the heavy lifting kind of strengths, lowercase s. One of the things I remember about Ed was he had intellection in his top five strengths. And I remember asking him if he had any quote unquote big thinker friends. And he said, yes, in fact, he did. And he kept in touch with them on a regular basis. So I said, I want to be one of your thinker friends. And a great friendship has begun. During the pandemic, we've kept in touch with each other at least once a month, just checking in, catching up on each other's lives, sharing a few laughs, and they always brighten my day. So when I knew I was going to do a Brighten Your Day podcast, I had to have Ed as a guest. Welcome, Ed. Well, thank you, Lisa. I enjoy our conversations, too. So I realized something a little silly as I was doing the introduction. I pretty much forced you to be my friend. Yeah, well, sometimes you just got to make things happen. (laughs) Well, good. Well, I'm glad you'll still have me as your friend. So I'm super eager to hear what three things have brightened your day lately. Oh, see, I was thinking what three things were brightening my day today because I'm reflective about how my day begins so that it actually ends in a different place than where it ended the day before. Got <laughs> Which, it. Under COVID has been kind of depressing. Yeah. Perfectly candid. For a long time, as you well know, I worked almost exclusively out of my home office, which is uh, mostly below ground. <laughs> my office, not my home. Right. <laughs> and, Are you a troll? <laughs> uh, I don't, no comment. Um, <laughs> I'm not a troll. I uh, realized pretty quickly that I did need to continue to get out of the house. Mm. And there were only a few times when I didn't do this. And that was pretty much when the air was so thick with smoke and other debris that I couldn't actually breathe very well. Mm -hmm. But every day I get up and uh, one of the first things that I do after I've gotten dressed and whatnot is to... uh, take myself out for coffee. I walk downtown from my house, uh, which is near a large city park in Salem. And this morning, because of the time of year that it's finally gotten to, I was able to watch the sunrise in the east and just basically enjoy the weather, even though it was crisp, on my walk downtown to get coffee. And when I got to my coffee shop, this is all part of my one thing, by the way. I have two other ones. Um, When I got down to the coffee shop, not only was one of the owners there, which was nice because I haven't seen him in a long time, but one of the people that used to be there as a barista, she was gone for a while and she actually, I ran into her in a bar way away from Salem um, before COVID and she was there baristaing again. So it was really a wonderful beginning. I got my coffee, I saw my friend, the owner, and I saw a barista that I hadn't seen in months. One nice thing for today. Um, A second thing, part of my newfound world, I realized that I didn't like working in my office at home. And I asked my boss if I could have a few days a week in my office. Mm. And she was fine with that, which was actually quite surprising to me, not because of anything that I would or wouldn't have done, but I didn't think that she had the liberty to let people come into the office and Turns out she does. The second thing 
that brightened my day to day was that I actually had two in-person conversations with a real person that was like less than a mile away from me, like six feet outside my door. And it was nice. And, you know, idea of having personal contact, eye contact, laughter, understanding, sharing of ideas and stuff. That's more important than I think we often pay too much attention to. Although I think more and more people, though, are actually realizing this. Yeah. You know, the studies that they're doing right now, when they survey employees, most everyone is saying they want some sort of a hybrid, which I totally get. I want that myself. But what's interesting is the ratio. And most people would like at least two days in the office and then three days to work remotely or work from home. Uh, so I, I get it. I get that importance of social connection, seeing people face to face, talking to a real live human, not just a voice through your laptop. What do well, you think would be the magic ratio for you? Just I'm not going to hold you to this, but because you're my big thinker friend, what do you think would be the magic ratio for you of working from home versus working in the office? You know, honestly, I think I would like to work in the office every day, but maybe not eight hours every day. Oh, interesting. I think that, that you know, for me, my best working times, honestly, are early in the morning till mid-afternoon. And then I kind of start drifting. Mm-hmm. And as the summer progresses, it'll be warmer and I'll probably be <laughs> thinking about a nap. Um, <laughs> but if if it was possible to to make it like six hours a day in and two hours out, or or maybe, maybe just be a lot more flexible, maybe some, some weeks, maybe three or four full days, and then a partial day or two off. I don't know. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Some of the stuff that I do in my job requires a lot of hours at certain periods of the year and uh, quite a lot fewer hours actually during the other times of the year. If we ever get back to a normal cycle of work, that might be something else to consider. Yeah. I think you said a key word, flexible. Yeah. Flexibility. Yeah. All right. What's your third thing? I was waiting for you to ask as I ran, literally ran my first one into my second one. I thought I didn't really even take a breath. did I? <laughs> sometimes you just got to think and sometimes you just got to talk. Yeah. I'm in the talking part right now. Okay, good. Um, so the last thing that brightened my day today um, was reflecting on the fact that in the first week of April, every year, my mom celebrates a birthday. Nice. And so today, it actually brightened my day to think that I was going to write her a card. This year, I'm going to actually get it in the mail and get it to her house before her birthday. I so, love that. I know. It's, it seems pretty simple, but um, our world has become so infinitely digital mm. and fast. And I think people, especially our parents, really appreciate something that's less digital, and perhaps even less fast. Sending something in the mail is probably a better gift than, you know, 17 texts or whatever, or even, or even phone calls, which Mm -hmm. I also try to do on a regular basis and fail miserably at. Um, I do call her at least twice a month, but I might, my objective is to call her every weekend. Uh, So batting 500, maybe. (laughs) So I have to ask, I don't think that we've told each other that our mothers have birthdays in April. Um, I think it's okay to say my mom's birthday is April 5th. When's yours? Oh my God, no way. 
stop. You're killing me, Lisa. That's my mom's birthday too. That's crazy. Okay. Well, um, something that I should tell listeners is that when these are being recorded, they aren't going live like within the next day or even the next week. So this is being recorded at the end of March. So just give us some grace listeners we're get, we're new at this so ed you and i offline are going to have to exclaim loudly about how our mothers have the same birthday so what's, what, what what's going to be amazing is when we find out that they were born in the same hospital my, my mom was born in oregon was your mom no no so no it, so it wasn't the same hospital <laughs> okay good so that was your third thing huh you don't got anything else for me <laughs> Well, you said three things. There's lots of things I can, I can be, I mean, this interview, we've been actually brightening my day a little bit. It did. I was, I was marginally nervous about it. Well, you know, what I found is that because I'm doing this podcast, I have to give my three things that I'm, that have brightened my day each time before I invite my guests to. And this is not hard for someone like me. I am wired with positivity. But what I'm noticing is my mood has improved just because I'm looking at everything I do through the lens of, will this brighten my day or not? It's even affecting, you know, some of the choices I'm making, but it's certainly causing me to look for the good in the day as opposed to just letting it fall come what may. So I've noticed that it's improved my mood and it is, it is a lot of fun to hear what brightens people's day. Ed, thank you for being a guest on my podcast. It's been a pleasure and thank you for brightening my day. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at hiltonlisab at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.